God bless you. God bless you. Tonight is Thursday night Bible study. You are welcome to come on in and join so that you can study the word of God with me. That way you can hide his word within your heart so that when life trials and tribulations come your way, you will have something, a firm foundation, something to stand upon. I am Apostle Dr. Dawn Nicole Manning, pastor of Love of Jesus Deliverance Evangelistic Center Community Church located in Newark, New Jersey. And I want for you to get your pen, your paper, and your Bible or whatever device you use to pull up the scriptures to study with me on tonight because tonight is Thursday night Bible study. And tonight's topic, I'm going to talk about how do you know that the doors uh, of opportunity are being opened for you? How do you know that God is truly working on your behalf? Sometimes we question as to whether or not if we are pursuing the right thing, if we are going after what we have been called to do, are we truly fulfilling our destiny? And the only way to look at that and to kind of like uh, have a, a guide or some type of way to, uh, uh, to, to measure that, we look at the doors of opportunities that are being open to us. But a lot of times we miss those doors of opportunities because we may not be in the right frame of mind. Our emotions may be taking over uh, how we really strategize and do things because of different environmental conditions, our home lives, stressors, uh, indicators of things that cause tension and strife. And sometimes we may lose sight. But I want you to learn tonight how to focus in on how God is truly moving on your behalf and how God is opening up doors of opportunities for you. But sometimes, once again, if we are not conscious that God is working on our behalf because of everything else that's going on around us, we can lose out on walking through those doors of opportunities to get us to that next place where we need to go as far as going from glory to glory and the next level of progress in our lives. So let's go deep in the word tonight on talking about the doors of opportunities, recognizing the doors of opportunity that God is opening for you. One major aspect of discerning whether or not a door is being opened for you and if that particular uh, uh, venue or avenue of opportunity is for you is to simply make sure that you are lining yourself up with the word of God. Quite simply, the Lord is not going to bless you by giving you the opportunity to sin or contradict his word. If it's going to be something that's going to be carnal, if it's going to be something that's going to discredit the things of God, that is not a door of opportunity for you. You have to be very conscious to the devices of the enemy. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He will try to put things in front of you that look good, but they are not a godly thing for you to really participate in. So you really have to have that discernment and you really have to make sure that you're lining yourself up with the word of God. Chances are, if your door opens and it causes you to act according to the, the flesh, it's going to cause for sin to come in. It's going to cause for your character to be questioned. And we can see that when we read Galatians 5, 19 through 21. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. That is the scripture. Uh, uh, Paul was speaking to the Galatians and he was giving them um, knowledge and being aware of those things that will cause for them to miss out 
on being a part of the kingdom of God, inheriting the kingdom of God. Those types of actions are not pleasing in the sight of God. And in all actuality, those types of uh, uh, performances, it's like a stench in the nostrils of our most high God. So therefore, we're supposed to always make sure that the meditation, the words and the meditation should always be pleasing in the sight of the Lord. So any of those things that are described in Galatians chapter 5, 19 through 21 as being those uh, acts of the flesh, those obvious acts of the flesh, make sure that you are not partaking in those things. Once again, we're, we're, we're understanding where do we line up and knowing what's for us, what doors of opportunities are being opened for us according to what God has and, and as for his will for our lives. So we have to always remember that when we're deciphering between something that looks good uh, it, it may look good. It, the, the price may be right. It may be a job. I'll just give a very, very uh, uh, extreme example. If you are a woman of God, if you are a man of God, and you are a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, if you are calling yourself a believer and you are disciplining yourself and following after the things of Christ, you should not engage in being a, 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 a worker and a strip joint. It it's contradicts who you are. Understand what I'm saying? If you are calling yourself a believer, and you're saying I'm working a strip joint because basically that's a lot of money. I get quick money. Yeah, you might get some quick money. You might think that's good, but is that a God thing? No. What about people who say I'm saved now on the street and they're selling um, drugs to young boys and young girls? But they want to preach and they want to tell, oh, I'm a part of, uh, I serve the most high. I don't know what high you on, who you serving, but uh, uh, our heavenly father doesn't condone things that's going to bring destruction and cause for a person to put things within themselves internally that's going to destroy their temple. See, it contradicts itself. So it, it, it's very important that we understand that we don't fall into the prey of the enemy by allowing ourselves to fall in contradiction to the things of God. If you get a chance uh, uh, to uh, hurt somebody or if you get a, you feel like you want to get vengeance out on somebody and you maybe nobody's going to see it. Nobody's going to be able to um, pin you to being a part of that. OK, you might get your emotions, you know, and feel relieved or whatever. But when consciously, when you're alone and you have to think about that, I don't care what any person says, any criminal person, when they sit by themselves and they go over the the uh, heinous things that they have done, that's like a battle within your own mind. That's a struggle within your own being. And you don't want to be a person that has to deal with that because you did not line yourself up with the word of God and you rather went after an opportunity based on money based on notoriety, based on fame, rather than based on the principles of the scripture. Number two, this is another way that we know that, that God is opening up doors for us. Here's another sign, answer prayer. You gotta have a prayer life. You have to have that conversation with God. That's all prayer life is, is having a conversation with God. You talking to God, you calming yourself down and having an ear to hear him speak back to you. That's what the what a prayer life is all about. And when you begin to pray and that becomes a practice of your life, you will specifically see things starting to happen. Lord, deliver me from this situation. I know I got myself into 
a, a, a mess, but you said that you would deliver me, Father God. If I call upon your name, you said that you would deliver me out of my trouble. You would be a present help. So help me, Father. Okay, God, here's your prayers. Before you know it, he's moved you out of that sticky situation. These, this is showing you that God is moving you and he's placing you and positioning you accordingly so that those doors of opportunity that have your name on it, you begin to recognize them and walk into them. It's so important that we pray when we pray for something and when God manifests those things that we pray for, that we don't put doubt on what has occurred or we don't put like, oh, it was by a uh, uh, happenstance. No, you got to recognize and give God the glory. When God does something because you have been praying on it, Lord, save my family. Lord, save my husband. Save my children. Lord, deliver uh, 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 my community from, from this criminal activity and all of these things that they're doing. And you start to see change. Give God the glory. Not for one minute should you say, oh, I guess things are working out for the better. Give God the glory that he had an ear and inclined his ear into your voice and he heard your prayer. For the prayers of the righteous man avail much. We always have to make sure that that truth, the truth is God responding to our prayers. He responds to the prayers of his children. We must know that if we're seeking the Lord for one of his promises towards us, he will answer us. God is not a man that he would lie. Everything that comes out of his mouth, it does what it is, what it has been designed to do. Nothing is impossible for God. And we as his children must recognize that because when we recognize that once again, we can, our spirit man is strengthened up. Our spiritual eye is open up wide enough wherein we can start seeing those doors that have our name on it. When we start seeing those windows of blessings that have our name on it. 1 John 5, 14 through 16. 1 John 5, 14 through 16. And this is the confidence that we have toward him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we ask of him. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. And this is a promise to the believer. For those of us who trust in him, these, this is right. You ask, you're going to receive. You knock and the door is going to be open unto you. God, he answers our prayer. But in order for your prayer to be answered, you have to make sure that you practice a praying lifestyle. Let's look at number three, uh, number three uh, signs uh, that God is opening up a door. There is confirmation from wise counsel. There is confirmation from wise counsel. Proverbs eleven fourteen. Proverbs eleven fourteen. Let's turn to that. It says, "For lack of guidance, a nation falls." But victory is won through many advisors. Let me read that again. The word of God is powerful. It's a, it's a powerful thing. Proverbs eleven fourteen. For the lack of guidance, a nation falls. But victory is won through many advisors. See, it's strength in the count in counsel. There is strength in there because out of counsel, you're going to gain wisdom. When you are around people and men of God that have been seeking his face, that have been fasting, that's been studying that word, you are always going to be empowered. There's going to be knowledge that's going to be dropped into your spirit. And that wisdom is going to lead God and direct you once again for your spiritual eyes to recognize the doors of opportunity that God is opening for you. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. That's a powerful scripture right there within itself. But we must truly recognize 
that a lot of things are built up because of the councils coming, the council, and I'm talking about spiritual council coming together. Whenever you see a great organization moving before, trust and believe there are men and women of God that are praying behind the scenes. Trust and believe, even if the one person is standing before the people, that one person has a team of people, a council that has wisdom and that has a prayer life that knows how to fast and know how to seek God to make sure that things are manifested in the spiritual realm first before they are manifested in the natural realm. Because that's where it all starts. It all starts spiritual. When he starts seeing great things happening, trust and believe somebody was behind the scenes praying and seeking God on the behalf of that particular organization or situation. And God, once again, inclines his ear to the voice of his children. And those things that they requested, God allowed for it to be manifested. So we have to make sure, once again, that we are around men and women of God that's going to help us, that's going to show us how to make sure that we are in in, in, in uh, uh in sync with the way the Lord wants us to go after things, that we are in sync with what the Lord is, is asking us to do, what he has asked of us. Be around men and women of God. That's not just going to be yes, people. Everything you do, they think is so cute. Everything that you say, how you come, you just say, ah, yeah, they go, oh, glory, go ahead. No, you don't want people around. You want people around you that's going to say, you know what? You, uh, uh, you know, I, I need to, I need to see you, my sister, a little bit more frequently and, and come into Bible study. Mm-hmm. Cause those are the real people, men and women of God that's going to help you to become developed. You friends that your godly friend, you know what? Uh, uh, I, I enjoy, you know, when I see you come around, but I, I, I'm noticing that you're not keeping yourself together. You starting to drink a little bit too much. You know, you starting to, you know, I keep seeing you, 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 you're putting in a little drug, narcotic, and I see you a little high too much too often. You need to work on that. You want people to be honest with you so that you can be the best you that you can possibly be. If you always have people around you always just, oh, oh, everything you do is so great and so wonderful. And they never say, even if you are a person and you're good at what you're doing, you need somebody to say, you know what? I enjoyed your, um, the word and you know, I enjoyed what you said and I, I really got something out of it. But do you think we can go a little bit deeper? Can you, the next time, can you know, do you think we can look at uh, 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 another uh, uh, topic to enhance that this, uh, another subtopic to enhance the topic? You want people to have conversation with you that's going to help you go higher. You want people that's going to have an interest in you because they want God to bless you even the more. If you're around a whole bunch of yes people, you're not going to improve. If you're the smartest person in the room, guess what? That's not going to get you too far. I don't care. Always look for ways to enhance yourself. Always look for other people. What you said, the word says, mark a good man. Look for somebody else where you may see, I like the way that they speak. Or I like the way that they even, uh, the, the, the way they put on their garments, their style. And go and have a conversation, a one-on-one conversation to glean from them. This is what we call that godly counsel. This is the kind of counsel that will improve a nation. This is the kind of godly counsel that will help you get to the next level. So be wise of that. And, and, and never get into a place where you think that you know it all and you got it all and you the, you the grand poobah. You know, God puts great people around great people. 
for a reason. Jesus came on this earth. He chose 12 men to walk with him and knew that one was even against him, but he still loved him. Judas, he still loved Judas. He still put him on a team. Everybody not going to like you, but let me tell you something. People may have, some, it may be some Judas had was being enticed over pieces of silver. It's certain things out here. People do. They admire you, but sometimes it's other things that entice them in this carnal world that sometimes will make their minds go wayward towards you. But that doesn't mean that they don't love you. You got to keep praying one for another. And that don't mean you, that don't mean you, you X somebody off. You know, if that person is on your team and you got to know those who labor among you. Once again, this is a part of wise camp. Know those who labor among you because sometimes you got to have that mole on your team to make sure that you dot your I's and cross and your T's. Because sometimes leaders get complacent. Sometimes leaders get, uh, or people that, they, you know, they feel like, oh, I've arrived. You get, no, no, you needed Judas on your team because Judas was the one that pushed Jesus to the cross. If it wasn't because of Judas's betrayal, something would have, there would have been, Jesus knew what Judas was going to do. That's why he said, whatever you're going to do, go ahead and do it quickly. Okay, so know who you're working with and never allow for somebody to get you bent out of shape where you can't still pursue and do what you need to do. Just know that people are positioned in your life for a time or reason in a season to get you to the next level, to get you to understand and open up your eyes to know the doors of opportunity that the Lord has set before you. Okay, sign number four discomfort in your current situation. Let me tell you something. There's many a times where you're going to be somewhere you say, oh, I'm not. God, it's, it's about so many places before you really get to that place where God said, this is you. Sometimes God puts us in places of discomfort. Remember Jonah? He was put in the belly of a wave. God had to put him in a place of discomfort for him to get his mind to turn around, be obedient to the assignment and go speak to the Ninevites as he told them to do. Sometimes God places us in places of discomfort in a situation so that God can release you from peril. He got got to show you, look, I am your deliverer. I am the one, I am your shield and your butler. I am the one that's going to protect you. I'm going to hide you. Sometimes you may be seeing all the mess that's going on. And you feel like, oh, I don't like being in this mess. God allow for you to see things so that you don't repeat that type of behavior when he places you in your position and in your high place so that you don't repeat those. Things. So sometimes you're going to feel like you are in a place of discomfort. This does not mean that this discomfort is a sign you're in the wrong place. God uses struggle and suffering to sharpen and refine us and to birth something new. Yeah, Jesus, he said, oh, God, if you could just take this cup of indignation and you could take this cup from me. Oh, Jesus, he was in a place of discomfort. Yeah, he knew he had to get to Calvary. And as he was thinking about all of what he had to go through, oh, that was not comfortable. But what did he do? Jesus making his way to Calvary, going through that struggle, struggle of being crucified, thorns on his hair, piercing his sides. Uh, nails in his hands and his feet. All of that struggle, what did it do? Because he endured the cross, what did he birth out? He birthed out the gift of salvation, wherein whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have life everlasting. What a great feat. What a great struggle to go through and know that he was the person. And knowing that he being the son of God made such a great opportunity for all of humanity. Sometimes we hold on tight to situations that are destructive and toxic. And our request to feel like I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, uh, let this defeat me. We stand in God's way. When he provides a way of escape, 
When God tells you to move and when he tells you enough is enough, you have to move. Much like the story of Joseph, we have to be willing to move from the prison to the palace. In Genesis 41, read the story of Joseph in Genesis 41, moving from the prison to the palace. That place was uncomfortable for Joseph, but Joseph, he did what he needed to do. And when God took him out of the prison and put him in a high place in the palace, he had to recognize, oh, it is now. This is my my time and this is my door of opportunity. I have to walk through it. See, don't get to a place where you feel like you got to be the martyr of a situation. Oh, woe is me. Oh, I got to go through. Oh, I got to deal with this. No, you don't. When God say, okay, that's enough. When God told that well to open up its mouth and to spew Jonah out, it was enough. Jonah had repented. Jonah recognized himself. God said, all right, now let's get to busy. Open up your mouth well. Now, what if Jonah would have said, no, I'm going to hold on to the, I'm going to hold on to uh, the well's tonsil. I, I want to stay here. He would have missed out. He would have missed out on what God had for him to do. Don't miss out on what God has for you to do because you're trying to hold on to an old situation. No, cut that thing loose. When God say cut it loose, when God says it's over, it's over. Be ready to move on. God is always willing to trans it transition us into a new thing. Remember, when God is calling you to release you from something, it's not defeat. You're not de- don't feel defeated. But know that you have the victory because God is moving you to another place. That's another door of opportunity he has offered you to move into. I, I'll share I'll share a story with you. I was in a particular situation where I put my heart and guts into a program, shaping it, um, pro, uh, the, the, the curriculum, the design, the scheduling, classroom settings, um, uh, the decor of the building. I mean, I put my heart and sweat my all in all. I was told that I was going to get this position. I, t- I was told that I was going, and I was excited because I was just like, wow, all my work, hard work, it paid off. Well, at the end of the day, there was a switch up, you know, sometimes nepotisms, overrides, um, knowledge is who you know, and all of this, that, and the other. I had to deal with the situation like that. And it was very heartbreaking. I remember... Uh, one of the, um, uh, uh, at the time, one of the, um, high persons who was, uh, you know, that I was dealing with in that, at that time came to me and said, why are you still sitting here? You've done all that you could do to give an offer to this program to make it work. You put in what you needed to put in. It is time to go. She said, just like that, it is time to go. And you know what? I had to recognize it was time to go. Don't ever feel as you, as if you are defeated because you choose to let something go so that you can get to your next door of opportunity.